Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow. I was a quarantine-aged werewolf. That's oh, good one. I was trying like to think that? of another one. I couldn't do it. You like that? That was a pretty. I was. I just thought of that in the shower. Just so you know. My goodness. As I was Shaking. licking my sack, like a teenage werewolf is known to do. Yes, and their own buttholes. Remember that? That that was a pretty. Teen Wolf was a damn good movie. It was. We've seen it fairly recently. Did you really? Again. Did you watch it recently. Just nostalgia, I guess. But uh, it is. It's really good. It's well made. It's well written. It has characters you give a shit about. You know, it's it's uh, nice. Did you ever see that footage of Rush Limbaugh saying that he thought that uh, Michael J. Fox was faking Parkinson's? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> fucking, I'm sorry, Rush Limbaugh is off his fucking rocker. How now long ago that- was this? I wasn't even there. It was like two years ago or something. I just read about it. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Faking you know? I mean, Who would do that? Who would I'd be like, yeah, dude, you know what would be funny? If we pulled a hoax on the whole country and I faked Parkinson's. Hey, when that Teen Wolf money starts running out, you'll do anything to get a gig. <laughs> That's true. That's, remember that show, Spin City? Yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah, he was that good was on that. That was a pretty good show. He had Parkinson's on that. He was, like, developing That's it. That's right. He did. You're right, actually. And you know what? I know that for a while they were trying to blame his cocaine habit on why he had Parkinson's. Remember that? He had, like, a bad coke habit in the in the mid-'80s, I think. Coke doesn't give you Parkinson's. No, I would think not. I mean, I don't know a lot about Parkinson's, I guess, but I doubt doing coke does it, because then a lot more people would probably have Parkinson's, I would It'll think. It'll give you a, a heart attack long before you get Parkinson's. Yeah, why can't, you know, why does Rush Limbaugh have stage four lung cancer, right? Yes. And I hate to be like one of those people who's like, he fucking deserves it. And, you know, I hope that he goes out fucking in a whimper of unglory. Well, I don't hope that. I hope that he has some sort of angelic epiphany. See, there's no way, dude. I think you would have had it the day that you found out that you had... uh, Stage four lung cancer. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be the day of your epiphany? I don't. An epiphany doesn't count if you have it like right before you die. Uh, he probably accuses himself of faking it. I accuse him of faking it. I think he did it just to get the Medal of Freedom from Trump. <laughs> wow. Don't you, Rufus? I'm concerned. Let me tell you what happened to me just a minute ago. Right. Oh dear Lord, what? I was stocking up on candy for the show. I had to go up to the Friendly Mart. Okay. Well. At this particular Friendly Mart, there's two nice guys, Jesse and Rick. Then there's the not-so-nice guy that I don't want to say this, but I'm convinced might be a fucking terrorist. Oh. I don't know his name, first of all, which is a little sketchy to me. And, you know, I like to think I get along with the people at the Friendly Mart. Sure. And, uh, I mean, where else? How do you get a nickname Rock and Roll at the Friendly Mart, right? Unless you're friendly to the people. you got to be pretty chill. But uh, this guy is a total douchebag, right? And he coughed into his rubber glove right before he handed me my fucking change. So he's a bioterrorist. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. I came home and told my wife, I'm like, man, throw out that fucking $5 bill. I'm done with that fucking money. 
And uh, you can wash it. Good God. And you wash it. You know what I found out too when I was said I thought maybe I would put that five dollar bill in the freezer. Uh-huh. Guess what? Hmm. Guess how long the coronavirus can live at negative twenty Celsius below zero? Uh, any amount is too long. Two years. Oh, well, it slows down its its processes. Really? I mean, that kind of shocks me because does the coronavirus doesn't have like a heart or a brain, does it? Uh-huh. No, viruses aren't technically alive. Really? Then how do they like take over other cells if they're not alive? They must be alive because they can be killed. No, it's uh, they're a weird in-between thing because they only have RNA. They don't have DNA. And so, yeah, there's some – they don't have sexual reproduction. You know, they there's a lot of, like, little check boxes that they don't fill, even though they act like they're kind of living things or not really living things. Well, thank you for enlightening me, Rufus. I appreciate that. that now was, I'm even more scared of a fucking virus. Well, that's why they, there's, there's no cure for a virus. Because they're not living things, so you can't be like, oh, we'll give it a poison. That'll kill it. No, it's more like a machine. So you wash it off your hands, it doesn't kill it, it just goes down the drain, I guess. Well, actually, soap, I read up on this, of course, soap, the oils and the shit in soap actually dissolves and breaks down the outer shell of the virus. Uh-huh. And once once that happens, the RNA inside of it, which is like a, a DNA type thing, right. it, it, it can't, it unravels and it's, it, it is dead or, you know destroyed so how does ultraviolet light defeat it then same kind of thing it breaks down the outer shell i guess i don't know i mean ultraviolet light apparently does a lot of badass shit for like microbes i mean like badass for us if you have any questions about the coronavirus call our expert rufus at 646-668-8826 he will answer any question you have on the coronavirus the guy has studied up he's now an expert if I don't know the answer, I will make one up on the spot. There you go. You'll trump it. I like to call oh, that trumping it. I like Trump as a verb. That's pretty good. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, Trump trumped one yesterday. Did you see when they were asking about people wearing masks? No, of course uh, not. You know what I'm going to do? I hate to do this, but tomorrow I'm going to upload a few uh, clips of Trump talking because I want you to hear the ridiculousness of it because I know that you don't see it when it happens. But they were asking about masks, right? And yeah. he says... Well, you know, that's the thing. People could start wearing masks, but from what I think that you could wear a scarf, and a scarf would be better because scarves are thicker. Let me guess. He sells scarves. I mean, that is what he's... <laughs> that's the kind of fucking advice he's giving people that scarves are better than fucking masks. Well, I've, I've heard a few times... The latest episode of Joe Rogan's really fucking good with Eric Weinstein, but they mentioned this tweet he had earlier. Trump tweeted out about how his coronavirus update ratings are better than oh, like MSNBC. Yeah. Like, that's what he gives a shit about is the ratings during the worldwide fucking that? pandemic. Yeah, he's like, I'm pulling 8.25 million viewers. That's as much as The Bachelor. <laughs> that's how fucking nuts. He's comparing a coronavirus update to The Fucking Bachelor. That's how serious this guy takes his own fucking presidency. That is right? So he crazy. thinks it's a fucking reality show. He is fucking... He... <laughs> Really, with him, it's an unreality show because he's so far checked out of reality that he, like, thinks he's on a reality show. <laughs> you get so worked up, dude. It cracks well, me I mean, up. Well, I your fucking president, dude. That, could you imagine, like, I don't, even, I don't even think Hitler hated the Jews as much as the 
as much as Trump hates the fucking American people. Well, at least soon we'll have Biden. We won't understand a word he says because he but won't we, understand a I word mean, he's saying. Know, I don't know if we will because people are like, Trump's doing an excellent job. And now he wants to personally sign those $1,200 checks he's sending out. Does he really? Yeah. He wants his name imprinted on all the fucking checks. And I'm like, you know what? Make him hand sign every fucking one of them then. Jesus Christ. Look, here's the deal, dude. I want to be so famous with Hypersloth that I can hire somebody to sign my autographs. You think anybody's ever done that? Dude, you can get somebody on Fiverr to do that right now. But would that make it a legitimate autograph or not? If you gave them power of attorney over your entire estate. (laughs) There you go. That's the guy I want to hire. That guy from Fiverr. (laughs) That guy, son. I dare you. I dare you to put an ad on on Fiverr saying that for five dollars you'll become someone's power of attorney. <laughs> How many takers you get? Probably a lot. You probably would. Probably like, uh, yeah, to make uh, Rufus my. I want to make Rufus my mom's power of attorney. Actually, it's not bad because then they could get you to do a bunch of bad shit for That's them. That's what but I mean. Take all the responsibility. But what I mean, but would you, if you're working at someone else's direction? How does the power of attorney work exactly? I don't know. Every time I hear the phrase power of attorney in like a documentary or something, it's being used improperly or for nefarious means. You're exactly right. Or someone's on their deathbed. Yeah. All all I've learned about a power of attorney is never give anyone power of attorney. (laughs) Exactly right. I mean, unless you want someone else to get in trouble. I wonder if you could hire an attorney, give them power of attorney... Then tell them to do illegal things and, like, not take any of the blame for it. Be like, well, my attorney should have stopped me. I gave him power of attorney. Yes, he should have stopped me. He was advised not to, but not by me, by him. You know what you should do? Do a Fiverr ad where you just make yourself tell anybody for five bucks you'll, be, you'll take power of rock god over them. <laughs> I shall be your power of rock god. Why not? I mean, why power of attorney? Why not power of uh, executive chef? Or power of, you know, I mean, you could give the power of anything, couldn't you? Why not? Power of CPA. I'm, I'm saying power of a uh, guy who comes and hooks up your cable. Power That's of oil changes. I'm going to have some cards made, I think, that say power of rock god available. You should do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will. But, I mean. If you can get business cards for, you get 500 for 10 bucks. I know, but they don't, they they actually look all right, really. You got to start asking yourself, how do they afford to do that? I don't know. I've got business cards made through uh, someplace. They were super, super, yeah, Vistaprint, super goddamn cheap, like the no frills. Right. And they keep reminding you, this is just the base item. There's no this or that. And I'm like, fuck it. That's all I want. You get them. I got my Zig Winston Zag card there. That's a good quality card. I'd be proud to fucking give that card to the executive at a fucking uh, record label. Totally passable. I mean, I mean, but people that are spending too much on fucking business cards don't have any business sense and should not be hired at, at any fucking turn of the wheel. No, no, they're 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 not uh, well versed in efficiency. <laughs> no, they definitely are not. I can't believe there's a company. Well, I mean, Vistaprint is the company that will upgrade your fucking uh, business card at every twist and turn. Dude, it's like running a fucking gauntlet trying to get to the checkout. <laughs> you know what? I was going to ask you this. I have never officially 
uh, shopped online for groceries, right? Okay. I was talking to my wife last night, and I was like, you know, it seems like a lot of the fucking items that people buy on impulse are going to fucking suffer. Because yeah. people be buying the staples. Then I'm like, what we need to do, I'm telling my wife this, this is how fucking crazy I am. I'm telling my wife, I'm like, what we need to do is come up with an app. I'm talking to her like she's you. How sad is that? <laughs> poor, poor lady. I know, I know. <laughs> with, with less, I, I give her more verbal abuse, though. I feel like we're more equals here. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Imagine how she's getting pounded on. But uh, <laughs> so I said we need to come up with the virtual end cap, right? It's just a mm. fucking sponsored pop up that would recognize something in your cart, right? Say you got ground beef in your cart. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, like, fucking old El Paso taco shells pop up, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe an onion. I mean, let's we can still make money on produce. Uh, Why not? Taco sauce, you know, some kind of in-store cheese. And, like, have a very small, you know, a very small thing at the bottom of of the deal with a little recipe on it, maybe. Or click Holy shit! Recipe, you know oh what I mean? God. Yeah. So you can sell ads during fucking people's grocery shopping checkout experience online. Wow. That's pretty cool. You can even have like if you've got the thing, even with the end cap deal, like you've got it's like a shopping list, and you're picking it out. You're buying. You put the ground beef in there, and maybe it kind of like you get a notification on your phone, like by the picture of the ground beef, it's like boop boop, and it shows like four which means like four recipes. <laughs> there you go. And then we, well, we got to get, we do have to get sponsors though. So we have to direct the recipes to, to certain items, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. What, the sponsors would be uh, Kroger. You're right though. I totally, I, that's what I was thinking. You'd get more than one recipe if you wanted it. Like say you don't like Mexican. There you go, Rufus. Like you were saying, you just scroll to meatloaf. Is next, mm-hmm. right? And you got to buy a can of Hunt's tomato paste to put over the fucking top of your meatloaf. And hey, how about some biscuits and then a, a thing of fucking potatoes? Look, now you got a square meal. People would never even have to think for themselves again. Dude, it's all recipes does this, but they don't do it in an app. If you go to all recipes, you can type in, you, you know, you type in ground beef. It's going to shit out a bunch right, of recipes. We just yeah. need to steal their data and funnel it out. It'd be so fucking easy to scrape it. It almost seems like it would be pretty easy for fucking someone to put together, really. Anyone? Yeah. I mean, the guys I work with at the company that I'm not going to name, they they can do that shit. We, we've had them do it before for uh, other reasons. Really? Yeah. How much do they charge for something like that? Well, they're employees. There's developers, oh. and they're like, okay. Now, do we they can... want partnership potential? Uh, no, I don't work with these guys on anything Hypersoft does. Well, we wouldn't call it Hyper. We do it under a different name, some kind of name where we have another business card made up. I want to keep it separate. But the point being, though, is that it's pretty routine. I mean, even when I, I brought up the similar concept to them, they're like, oh, yeah, that's fucking easy. You mean like this? And I was like, yeah, exactly like that, and they did it. Really? You had a similar concept to my virtual end cap? Okay, let's say we sell virtual widgets. Okay. And this other place sell, gives away virtual widgets. And we're like, well, we want to give away some virtual widgets to get people to come to the site, and then we can sell them virtual widgets. And I said, okay, can you automatically pull from that site all the free virtual widgets based on a keyword like blue and automatically pull them into our website as a product? And they're like, yeah, 
Yeah, they are. So you just like basically you're stealing their store. It's kind of like a drop shipper. Uh, no, no, not at all. Because it's their their widgets. Let's just say are public domain. Right. I mean, right. It's so it's not like stealing anything. It's just open to the public domain. And we're not sending it. We're actually pulling in all the data. So it'll be the same thing. Be like beef. I want all the recipes off of this website that has something to do with beef. Okay. Right. Pull it in. Done. Really? So it's yeah. like going on a website and you can copy and paste all the fucking text. You know what it's, I mean? I guess it's all there. All the pictures are there to be fucking save as, left click. You know what I mean? It's save images. Little PHP script that it it replicates you going to a website with a notepad and writing down everything it says. It just does it automatically. So now, who do we sell this to? Because do we to go to individual advertisers like Frito Lay or whoever, or do we go to the grocery store? I would say go they, to the grocery. Store. Yeah, you got to do the whole grocery store chain because that's where the ad is coming from. Right, and right? they have that's their own online shopping. They sell. Do we could just say push your own fucking brand of product. Exactly. Then you go to Frito Lay and go, look, you need to get in on this. Uh, they're pushing their own brand, but we'd like to you to give them a better deal. We will work two against the middle, Rufus. We'll get this fucking squared away. Get Benjamin all night on it. But see, those are the kind of ideas that the Double Z has when he's just sitting around watching TV. I need to watch those TV shows. So I don't have any brilliant ideas anymore. You do. You just had one a minute ago with your widgets idea. Well, no, I mean, that was done. It was just not done with widgets. I was using widgets as an example for right. what the company had So how do you say you didn't have a brilliant idea? It sounds like you had a great idea. Well, I had that idea two years ago. I've not had a brilliant idea since. Okay, I probably agree with you there. Son okay. of a bitch. Yeah, sorry, dude. Sorry. But that's what I was going to tell you. The other day... I was checking out at uh, this place called Meyer. Remember, I started this story, and somehow mm-hmm. I got sidetracked by smoking marijuana. But so at the I, end of the checkout, right, you had to stand seven, five or six feet away from this lady at the end of the checkout, and she would, like, bag the stuff up and send it back to you, right? Mm-hmm. And then you put it in your cart, and then when it's time to ring it up, she walks away from the register. I only saw this lady doing that. She was like a probably like a 55 or 60-year-old lady. I'd be doing the exact same fucking thing as this lady. So she walks away from the register. You go put your card in or leave your cash or whatever and, you know, complete the transaction. So I complete my transaction, and I've got $5 bill in my pocket. And I'm like, here, this is for you. And I left a $5 bill on the fucking register thing there. And she's like, why, why? And she, like, almost started fucking crying. I swear to God. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, man, you're risking your life so I can buy fucking Reese's and toilet paper. I mean, you deserve five fucking dollars for Christ's sake. It's not and the I five dollars. Do that. It's not the five dollars friendly mark guy coughed on it, is it? No, it was one that I coughed on, so it was probably uh. like five and a quarter, honestly. <laughs> Great. If she can, if she can obtain the footage from the camera where I gave her that five dollar bill, and they can match up the serial numbers. She could sell that fucking $5 bill for at least $6. I guarantee it. Fucking A, dude. You made somebody's life. I'll tell you what. I'll buy it back for $6 right fucking now. I'll <laughs> again. She should call in right now. She six should. 646-668-8826. Call in. We want that $5 bill back. Oh, my <laughs> God. He just flashed a sign up saying he's willing to go $20 on that $5 bill that I touched. Uh, no, I'll give him $25. Uh, I'll give him 30 
Sold. I'll give him 40. 50. 60. Oh, shit. You weren't even saying anything. I was running myself up. But, uh, so that's that's what's happening in my world. What's happening in Rufus's world? I feel like I always turn the show into being about me. Let's hear a little bit about you, Rufus. I spend most of my time wondering what Zigzag's up to. Uh, I mean, it makes sense, probably. Are you, you're probably wide. You're probably pulling my strings, and I don't even know it. Maybe I'm just a puppet of yours, and <laughs> I don't even know it. <laughs> How nice of you to take special time with me, though. I appreciate that. Uh, I had to spend five hours on the road today. Oh, yeah, uh, let's hear that. You know, okay, one thing that's alarming, I mean, there's nothing really to tell. I was just sitting in a car. But I was going through back roads through small towns because I was going to a small town. And one thing I've noticed about all these small towns, including Huntsville, which is not that small, is they apparently don't give two fucking shits about this coronavirus because it was bustling and people around and restaurants open and stores packed. So I guess we're just fucked no matter what. Do you ever ask yourself, maybe those people know more than I do? Or are you just like, those people are going to fucking all perish? No, I, I think we're in the midst of a great cleansing on this planet. I think you're right. Because sometimes <laughs> I found myself a while back, and I probably was when I uh, my blood was low of fucking uh, iron. Because mm. I was thinking, maybe I'm wrong about everything, right? I'm like, maybe maybe my view is fucking backwards. No. On everything, but then I slept on it. And I'm like, no, I'm absolutely 100% right about fucking everything I do and say. Yeah, I couldn't believe that, especially when you read the headlines about how dire everything is, and you see pictures of New York with no cars, and I'm driving through Huntsville, Texas, and it's fucking packed, and I'm sitting in traffic, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't either. New York's overreacting, or Huntsville is gonna be obliterated by Huntsville's disease. Huntsville's like, but, you can't do nothing to us. We got a fucking giant prison here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck with us. Go, You'll go to our fucking giant prison where it's, they're steeped in coronavirus, I'm sure. Dude, it's funny. Even outside of, of this little town, there's a little county prison thing. You know, it's not really a big deal. But when you leave town or when you're coming into town or leaving town, there's a sign that says, hitchhikers may be escaped criminals. Do not pick up. You were supposed to ask me about that because I was going to tell you a story about my cousin Harold. Right? Uh-oh. He, like in the early 80s, was driving across Ohio. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's actually where he lives. But he was on his way from Ohio to, like, West Virginia. And he picked up a hitchhiker, right? And he's driving yeah. along, and all of a sudden this cop fucking lights him up, right? And he's like, oh. And the guy in the passenger seat's like, fucking go, dude. Your little car can outrun these fucking cops. What? Like, oh, look at my cousin Harold's a fucking pretty big dude, like a really big dude. And he had this little fucking, like, midget Spitfire or whatever, one of those little MG cars, right, just a two-seater. And the sure. guy's like, your car can fast. It can outrun this fucking cop. And my cousin pulls over, and the cop comes up to the thing, and he's like, uh, they pull a fucking gun out on my cousin Harold and oh. this other guy, I guess, right? And they tell him to get out of the car and lay on the ground. And my cousin Harold later finds out that the guy was escaped from a fucking mental institution. Holy shit. Yeah, like a criminally insane place, though. And they thought that my cousin Harold was his accomplice to help him fucking escape. And the cop was like, we about fucking killed you. We were going to shoot you. Damn. So that kind of crazy shit's been going. I mean, he's lucky he didn't get killed. 
And he told me that uh, story when I was like about to turn 16, and he's like, "Don't ever fucking pick up a hitchhiker." And my, and I thought he was bullshitting me, but my aunt Kay, uh, she verified the story. Have and you ever been the paper and everything? Have you ever been tempted to pick one up? I have, yeah. I was, I was today. I saw a legit hitchhiker today, and I was like, man, that guy looks down and out. I could just take him. I think we talked town. about this before. Remember that one side is like a clean coat on his coat, his hitchhiker coat. Then he turns it inside out, and it's like a fucking camouflage thing covered with blood because that's like his hatcheting coat. Hatcheting coat. <laughs> man. Like, has all kinds of pockets on the inside for hatching up. Dude, all you got to do is watch one fucking uh, dateline. And you'll see that picking up a hitchhiker is always a fucking bad idea. Basically, they've turned into talking to a stranger is a fucking bad idea. Stranger danger. Of course, you're more probably safer around strangers than you are like your husband or wife because usually they're the ones that do the murder. Oh, yeah. I fear for my life every goddamn night. Do you? Yeah, well, I mean, I felt good. I, I knew that my wife really cared about me because when I woke up this morning, she had a pillow over my face and told me she was just protecting me from the coronavirus. Interesting. Like, Thank you, honey. You are you've always been so good to me. I woke up and I had a a, a lamp cord around my throat. <laughs> really? And the wife said, "Well, I sneezed and I didn't want you to inhale it." That's a good idea. God bless her. God yeah. bless. I you know what's funny too is that right like a couple of days ago my wife asked me for power of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is a coincidence. I don't maybe she does care, obviously. My wife asked me for power of rock and roll, and I said, we've been married 14 fucking years. You have no idea what rock and roll is. Trust me. Does your wife listen to rock and roll? She does. Does she? Like real rock and roll? I converted her. Oh, yeah, she listens to real rock and roll. Define real rock and roll. You know what's on the classic rock stations. All right, classic rock. I mean, Well, my wife is not a huge classic rock fan. She knows every song, though. My wife knows every word to every fucking song ever written. Honest to God. Wow. She considers it like a skill of hers. And really, she, she's pretty fucking good at it. And uh, today we were listening to something. I'm like, sorry to annoy you with my classic rock. It was the Allman Brothers. Because she's uh-huh. like, what's the name of the song? And it was Sweet Melissa. And she's like, she's like, the Allman Brothers, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, sorry to annoy you with my classic rock. And she's well, like... She's like, you just made the list. <laughs> What's her thing? What what genre is her uh, genre of choice? She's like a new wave person, I guess. She likes really? Smiths, which I like that kind of music, too, honestly. I don't like mind the talking Smiths. Talking heads and shit? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but she she would listen to classic rock, but it's not, not her thing. You know what she doesn't like, which disappoints me? Mm. Psychedelic rock. And I don't mean, she doesn't like the Grateful Dead, but not because it's psychedelic. I mean, like, far out psychedelic rock, like I like to listen to. Yeah, well, you're like psychedelic. Like, Inagata DeVita and, you know, The Birds is somewhat psychedelic, I think, really. Does she, does she partake? She does sometimes, but not, not as much as I do. No, she probably partakes twice a year, because that's only when okay, I do. well, that's not nearly as much as you. I don't, only when I let her. <laughs> I don't want her to steal. See, the deal is all these good ideas that pop out of the air here, I get them because my antennae are high, and I don't want her to steal them and actually use them. I'd rather I, I, get them and talk about them on the show and then never talk of them again than actually use them. I would say there's maybe a correlation between smoking a bunch of weed and liking old-school psychedelic rock. 
I think there probably is. I think yeah, there that's really is. not a bad thing at all. That's not a, I'm not criticizing that. The crazy thing is there's no new psychedelic rock that is good. I want you to Google psychedelic rock, like new psychedelic rock, and you're like, this is fucking garbage. It, I don't even want to. That's going to be disappointing. It is disappointing because a while back there was like this psychedelic rock free online radio station, and yeah. I would listen to it, and they would have like good old psychedelic rock songs, okay? But then they would pepper in like new rock songs, and you can you're like, what is garbage. I can't even imagine what a new psychedelic rock song. Is it like people trying to copy the sound of old? I wish, dude. I almost wish that it was, but it's not. They don't even have the right guitar tones or it's, any shit like that. It's like, I I would say that most of it's made on a fucking keyboard, probably. It's not like rave music or dubstep, is it? It's, you know what? It's like slower rave music, probably. You know what I mean? It just has no guts. It's weird. I mean, if there's a new psychedelic rock band out there that isn't, like, stealing from the genre, like you're saying, mm-hmm. right, I just don't think they're doing new psychedelic rock. You know, I, I, I really hate to say this, and I think this might be a failing on my part, and it makes me feel really old, but if you can't pick up a real instrument that has, like, strings or buttons or something you blow into and play it, I'm, I'm not that impressed with electronic music. No, me neither. It's, I mean... Anybody could do it. I mean, why even? There, there's not even a necessity. Let's, you know what? Let's pick this conversation up tomorrow, Rufus. Remind Let's me because our show's about to end. Arr, 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 arr. We will catch you tomorrow night uh, at our regular Hypersoft Happy Hour show. I mean, we need to record that. We do, we do. He was mad at me last time because he didn't hear it. He, he was playing. Right, Thanks for listening to Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. <laughs> Are we going to stay on or not? Fuck no. All right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.